Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Somebody sent me an email one day, that, you know, kind of a nasty little email. <laughs> you know, I think I said it once before, Steve Harvey trying to be a preacher. Man, I'm so far from being a preacher, man. I can't even tell you. But what I am trying to do is share information. Now, I understand how haters work, and I understand how the devil works. Believe me, I do. You know, sometimes even he, the devil, surprises me at the level and the angles of attack they use. You know, which I go, wow, man, I didn't, I didn't see that one. Ooh, that was pretty slick. I got, got to give you credit on that when you try to get me. But every time you try to get me, I get saved. I get saved every time, man, because, because God got me. God got some angels camped around me. That's what my mom used to always say as a Sunday school teacher. Never really understood it, but, you know, when I was growing up as a kid, but I got it now. He got some angels around me, and angels come in the form sometimes of people, people who pull your coat to this or introduce you to that or reveal some information to you like this. He got them all around me. So, see, having a relationship with God has been beneficial to me, y'all, it's not just that what he gives to me, but what he protects me from. And, you know, some some people wonder, well, if you were God, why he let them people do that to you? No, that's not how it works. See, there's two forces in this world. There's good and there's evil. And if you succumb to good, that's what you become. That's what you do. 
But everybody don't succumb to good. Some people succumb to evil. Some people's mission is to hate, to destroy, to tear down. And so that force is at work in this world too. And when that force comes up against me, what God never promised me that I wouldn't see none of that, that I wouldn't see the attacks, that I would not come under fire, that I would not be falsely accused. He didn't say that. Matter of fact, he forewarned me that it would happen. But what he does give me in those moments are moments of comfort and peace, knowing that he's with me. And that no matter what my enemy does to bring me down, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. So come if you want to. Fight if you will. I have a man that has been attacking me since I owned the comedy club in Dallas. He has been on a mission. And then if I don't give him $5 million, he going to do it. He done done everything. He has done everything. Now he done messed around and got himself now claiming in his letters physically ill. And his illnesses and what's befallen his family, he's blaming that on me too. Had Steve Harvey not stressed me out and paid me this money he owed me. Where where, where are you coming with this? He just has kept on and on and on. And you know what? He done messed around and got himself sick. He done messed around, man, got himself in some situation. And can I tell you something? It's been going on since 19, uh, maybe 97. He started the attack. When I first went on, no, before that, (laughs) probably 95. He started the attacks in 95. Every now and then. He done got six lawyers. All the lawyers done dropped the case after they come in and they discover the fact. But he's steady trying. But it's the angels that's around. And I forewarned him several times, man. Hey, man, if I was you, I'd go ahead on. Because what I'm not going to do is bend. Because, see, you cannot break me. Because I happen to be a soldier for Christ. I happen to be an imperfect soldier for Christ. There's nothing, man. There's nothing. And oh, oh, and it ain't like a bunch of people done tried now. Oh, y'all been on YouTube. Y'all been on the internet. Oh, they done tried. Oh, they done put some dirt on me, man. That ain't true. But if you keep looking at me, though, and I am not the prize, but if you put your eyes on God, it's where you go. But if you look at me, he's covered me through it all. And that's been the importance of the relationship I form with God. Is that I know that I'm under his wings. That I'm ever under his ever-loving protection. That he got me. And I just want to share that with you. That if you got, if you're looking for some protection. If, you, if you're looking for a way to have the strength to get through what you're going through. Get some God. If 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 you want a way out, get some God, man. If you've been gang banging and you sick of gang banging, get you some God, man. If you're tired of being on drugs and you're tired of drinking, get you some God, man. If you're tired of being, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, get you some God, man. I'm just telling you now. If you're trying to make your dreams come true, and it look like you ain't gonna make it, and you still believe that that's for you, get you some God, man. If you're setting a new goal, dream, or aspiration, and you're trying to get there, and you're going to start out today, get you some God, man. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. 
See, it's real what I'm saying, man. I ain't no fake dude with it. You understand? I'm just telling you real. Get you some God, man, and be patient. Have faith. Believe. Don't doubt. But Lord have mercy, get ready to work your tail off. Did you hear me? Get you some faith. Believe. Don't doubt. And get ready to work your tail off. God can't bless him. You see, a lot, a lot of times we go to God asking for prayers and stuff, but we go to him and we don't give nothing, God nothing to bless. We want blessings, but we don't give him nothing to bless. You make one step, he'll make two. You start, he'll finish. You come, he'll go. You dream it, he'll build. You start it, he'll finish. See, you see, you trying everything your way. I'm going to go to court. I had a conversation with a man yesterday. Just sitting, just called me, man, and was just talking about, but Steve, you know, Man, I, 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 this dude been owing me $2,300 for four years. I just asked him, have you survived the four without the $2,300? Yeah, man. How much you think you'd have spent trying to get to $2,300? Just a few hundred. Now, let me ask you something. Do you have a few hundred more to try to get this $2,300 that you've been trying to get for four years? Yeah, I could do that. But do you want to, man? Do you have the time? to dedicate four more of your years to try to get 2300 But, Steve, I'm out of work right now. I fell on some hard times. I could use that money. And I've been praying to God to help me. Yeah, you've been praying to God to help you. God probably got something way greater for you, but you got to let go of your own thinking and let God have his way. You understand? You feel me? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is about to begin uh, listen, it is what it is. It's going to be a great day today. I predict it. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so let us, why don't we just start it, huh? Ain't no need mm. to delay in greatness. You know, if you know something good about to happen, let it pop off immediately. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's start. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. How you doing? Wonderful. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. Hump day. What's up, crew? Nothing with it, Junior. Morning, Unc. It's going to be a great day. Come on, let's get going to it. Come on, Steve. Ooh, ooh that's too much. Too much at 6 a.m. right there. Man. He had a 10, ain't he? I had a dude Coming call in me hot. every morning like that's, that. That's what I'm doing it for. He told me about the dude to call me every morning. John Come on, Steve. Walker out of Rochester, New York, taught me the greatest lesson I ever learned. Nephew Tommy. <laughs> yay, yay. Top of the morning. It's Wednesday, baby. Pump day. Let's get it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. This guy Man, named we, John Walker, man, I was selling Amway, right? And I'd yeah. been laid off from Ford Motor Company, and my life was just going nowhere. And he was my direct distributor out of Rochester, New York. And he used to call me every morning, mm-hmm. 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. Hey, Steve, John Walker, how you doing, man? Going to be a great day. I would answer the phone like this. Hello. Steve, John Walker, man, have a great day. Click, he'd hang up next morning. 5 a.m. Hello. <laughs> hey, Steve John Walker. How you doing, man? Have a great day today. It's going to be a great day. Click. This went on, man, for two weeks in a row. I kid you not. 5.30, 5 o'clock every morning without fail, he called me, and I answered the phone worse and worse. Hello. 
<laughs> Steve John Walker, how you doing, man? It's going to be a great day today. Have a great day. So about two weeks in, probably 14, 15 times, I answered the phone. I said, hello. He said, hey, man, why do you do that? I said, what? He said, why do you answer the phone like that? Mm-hmm. I said, because I'm asleep. He said, really? Are you where you want to be in life? Huh? Are you where you want to be in life? I mean, you good. You straight, right? Where you at? You good. I said, no, man, but I'm asleep, though. He said, are you going to get there asleep? I thought you were better than that. I'm really disappointed in you, man. Sorry to call you. We'll try it again some other day. Click, he hung up. Man, all day long. That dude bothered me, man. I couldn't believe he said it. He was disappointed in me. The next morning, that damn phone rang at 5.30. I said, hey, this is a great day. This is Steve Harvey. Who is this? He said, this is John Walker. I said, hey, John, it's going to be a great day, man. Sure hope you have a super day, buddy. Have a great day. He said, man, you too. Click. He hung up. I said, cool. All right, cool. Let me tell you something. I never knew that what he had prepared me for was for something that God had for me. That one day I was going to be one of the top morning men in America. Wow. All because I know how to get up in the morning. I never saw that. He taught me a great lesson. Wow. That is a great lesson. Take us out like John Mark. Hey, everybody, listen, we're going to have a great day today. (laughs) Stay with us to see if our morning show is coming right back. Don't you miss it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is Women Crush Wednesday, and well, you know what that means. Our girl, know, Sister Odell. I want to know. You can hear oh, she's, Do she's you love, do you love him? I want to know. I want to know. Do you love him? I sure love him. I sure love him. I hope you do. Sure hope you do. Because uh-huh. if you don't, you're going to hell. Because if you don't, you're going to hell. Because if you don't, you're going to hell. Bye. Yourself. Yes, Good morning, everyone. Good morning, sister. Good morning, Shirley, Carly, Monique. Morning, Good morning, Sister, sister Odell. Happy Women Crush Wednesday. Yeah. Good morning, boys. Uh-huh. Good morning, Sister morning, Odell. Kia and Thomas. Good, good, good. What y'all mm-hmm. talking about today? Well, um, you know, this is June, uh, early June. And June is always Black Music Month, Sister Odell. Oh, you're going to try it again, huh? Uh-huh, I am. Yes, okay. we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, we're, we were just talking, I think it was yesterday, about our favorite songs. And, oh, uh, yeah. So favorite songs, favorite artists, you have any? Oh, my favorite for Black History Month was the Five Blind Boys of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. man. I love this is Black Music Month. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. Black Music. Mm-hmm. They had that song out. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. <laughs> <laughs> so 
sing, Sister Odell. I That's see an act of faith. Oh, that was yes, an act of faith right there. The yes, blind boys say they gonna they can see clearly now the rain is. Uh huh. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. 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 See, how they sung that inside. I ain't know how they knew it was raining. <laughs> All you need is the faith of a mustard seed, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, but I asked him, had you ever seen rain before? You know, that's what uh-huh. I needed to know. Cause, you know yeah. mm-hmm. It's because mm-hmm. there's water on your head don't mean it rain. <laughs> that's right. Was that, was that profound, huh? Yeah, uh-huh. You know. You know she can be deep when she wants. Know what you're singing about, sweetie. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> you, have, you have any... Um, uh, tips for Father's Day. You know, Father's Day is coming up. Well, you know, just, just you know, it ain't as big as Mother's Day. Never will be. You know, it's kind of sad the way they treat daddies, you know. Like mm-hmm. they didn't play no role in it. But, you know, just do something. Tell him, hey, you know, you love him. You know. Uh-huh. Well, what did you do for you, some of your ex-husbands on Father's Day? Well, I didn't do nothing mm-hmm. for them, sweetie. They wasn't my oh. daddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you subscribe to that. <laughs> but the, oh, they were your, they were someone's daddy, right? Your children's father. You, you don't honor him in that way. Well, let the children do something for him. <laughs> okay. Mm. Okay. All right. She's mm. made okay. her point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we old and, school, sweetie. Yes, ma'am. What else? All right. Any, any summer vacation plans? Oh yes, girl! I'm going to uh, South Carolina for the summer. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. What are you gonna what's do there? What's, what's down Having there? a revival down there in, uh, in Columbia. Okay. Oh, so you, it's okay. kind of a working vacation. Well, yeah, you know, ain't no need to just going down there. You know, just hanging out. You know, I know a lot of church folk down there. Mm-hmm. Yes, J. Anthony right. Brown's people is from down there. Yes, that's true. Right. That's right. I know his sisters and you know and it's uh, the aunties and all that. And we go down there and we we have chicken mm-hmm. frying contests. Oh, oh. Can you fry yeah. chicken, sister Odell? Girl, I got a chicken sandwich to kick Popeye ass. <laughs> <laughs> what do you put on yours, sister Odell? <laughs> first of all, we start with real chicken. Yeah, let's just start there. And then I, uh-huh. I, the reason I know I'm going to kick them in the tail with my chicken sandwich because I use dog meat. Oh, oh okay. Is that, okay. Is that the key? Uh-huh. Yeah, I use more dog juicy. meat, sweetie. Oh, girl, mm-hmm. way more juicy. And how do you mm-hmm. coat it? What do you coat it with? What's your See, here we go. Here we go. Well, look, surely not that you're going to repeat any of this that I'm about to tell you. But <laughs> I use a special secret recipe that's been in the family for, for years, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, yeah. you can't tell us. It's a secret it's family. A secret. Well, you can buy it anytime you want to. They selling that uh, at KFC, you know. Oh, excuse mm-hmm. me? Hey, wait, wait, wait. What, what, what? are you saying, sister? That's what? my recipe that uh that <laughs> old white man uh, uses. He stole that. That's yours? That has been mine. I made the chicken for him. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. yeah, he's just well, a big white lie is what he is. <laughs> <laughs> The colonel ain't really the colonel. His ass is a private, if you want to know the truth. <laughs> With his chicken stealing ass. Uh, good in hell well, ain't no white man made no chicken taste like that. Yeah, because you got no credit. You got no credit. He didn't get that. no credit. My sister didn't get no credit, Geraldine. We made that chicken. Mm-hmm. Rogue ass took it and went around the country. That's why God ain't let him get a hit till he was in his 60s. Oh. We ain't go to the funeral or nothing, whatever. 
<laughs> but it was 11 herbs and spices, right? Yeah. Is that what they say? It's mm-hmm. actually 15. What happened oh. to the other four? Yeah, he lied, said it was 11. There's 15 in there. <laughs> <laughs> he don't know. He make it. He don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sister Odell, it sounds like you're getting mad all over he again. He can't I even. I ain't got to get mad. We, we, we pimped the game. We got it figured out how to get our money. But you, what? Name 11 spices. Okay. <laughs> Salt, pepper. <laughs> Salt, pepper. Salt, pepper. White folk don't oh. even cook with lemon spices. The spices they cook with, you never heard of. Cumin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Sister Odell, I'm going I'm to. We got our money anyway, though, from his family because we know his grandkids and we threaten to uh, go public with it, so they just send us our check. Oh, okay, so you get hush good. money? Yeah, that's why I ain't work no. I ain't never work nowhere. I ain't never heard me go no job. I ain't got to go no job. Yeah. Uh-uh. I made okay. KFC who they was. And then we made them stop calling their ass Kentucky Fried Chicken. We had to just go with KFC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, coming up next. Thank you, Sister Odell. It is the nephew with Run That Break Back. KFC stands for a clear food choice. <laughs> <laughs> nephew Tommy, coming right up, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann with today's national news is standing by. Also in entertainment news, R. Kelly's lawyers quit before his federal trial. And also in entertainment news, rapper Fabulous posted pictures of another woman that was clearly not his wife. We're going to mm. talk about all of these stories. Mm. What? Mm-hmm. Going to talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Calvin done lost his man. Has he? Calvin done lost his man. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. He has lost his mind. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a Bree, please. This is Bree. Hi, Bree. This is Officer from the Dallas Police Department. Yes. Okay, wanted to give you a call, ma'am. We have your husband, Mr. Calvin. Uh-huh. Is there any way you can actually come down to the police station today? Um, are you sure it's my husband, Calvin? Is he Calvin? Yes, that's my husband. Okay, we have Calvin. He's been picked up for a Class C misdemeanor. And, uh-huh. and I wanted to see if you're uh, able to pick him up. We're not going to press charges. There is a $250 fine that needs to be paid, but we I'm giving you a call. He asked me to call his wife to see if you would actually come and pick him up. So is the $250 fine due as soon as I get there? Uh, yes, we do need the $250 fine. Okay, Lord, because I don't, I don't have it. I'm going to have to call his mom and get it. But what is he there for? Uh, he was in decent exposure, ma'am. He was in a park. Are you familiar with Lakeside Park? Yeah. Okay, he was out at Lakeside Park, and he was in decent exposure. He had no clothes on. He was with another person, uh, another uh, female out there, and they had no clothes on. Wait a minute. Hold the hell up. You, you, you are making a big mistake because Calvin supposed to be at work. That's what the hell Calvin's supposed to be. Not at a car. So you saying that you saw him. Were you the detective that caught him? I'm not the, uh, it's not a detective. There was actually a police officer, ma'am, that actually brought them in. They both were brought in here um, about two hours ago. He's been processed. Huh. 
He has been processed, but we need somebody to actually come pick him up now. Okay, and, and okay, just get okay. Well, tell me, um, what is the who is the female? What's the female name? Is y'all arrested too? Uh, Did she, she that with him? She has been arrested. She's actually on the other side of the uh, jail. She's on the woman women's oh. side. Okay, can you give me her name? I do not have have her name in front of me. I will be able to have that a little later. Or, um, but right now, I think more importantly, he's he's actually sitting in a holding tank with not with no clothes on. So I wait a minute. I, I mean, Calvin then lost his god mind. I'm not coming to pick him up for no. Let me tell you what you need to be telling Calvin. You need to tell Calvin that he need to come up with two hundred and fifty dollars to get his something. Just got himself in, and then he need to come up with some more money to pay for this divorce. Cause I'm handing him these papers, and you tell him, yeah, yeah, I'll do it for him. I'm gonna call his mama, and she can come get his. I know well, Kevin have his fat. No, walk this clothes down. Now where he get this old freaky from? They found all they got to see that you know that's what they taking now. You know what? Yeah, I'm calling his mama, and I'm gonna tell she ain't gonna believe me, cause I wanted to bring her. She always on his side, you see. She always on his side. So I want to take her on up there and see her son with his head up there naked. And then and then she can she let him explain that. Yeah, but he got to tell him, you tell Kevin, you make sure you tell him that I said that he get himself out of this situation. I'm not coming to get him. And he ain't bringing his back here. Let him bring his back up here if he wants to. Okay, uh, uh, Miss Miss Bree. Yes. All right, I just got some paperwork in here uh, about who the actual female he he was uh, arrested with. She was also out there at Lakeside Park. And uh-huh. uh, let's see here. It seems like we Ooh. got a Miss Francis. Francis. Uh, uh, s- Francis. Francis. You sure you found a Francis out there naked? Yes, ma'am. Are you? I'm sorry. Do you know a Francis? Yes, I know Francis. That's my sister. <laughs> okay. Well, can I say something else about your sister? Can I tell you this? Go ahead. Francis has got me to prank phone call you, baby. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Bree, you just got pranked by your sister Francis. <laughs> What's the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> How about this for a surprise, Francis? If you listen, I'm going to whoop your ass, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just be out there naked like that at the park. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. And then two hundred fifty dollars. She was through with him. She's so sick of him. <laughs> Be messing with people. Yes. <laughs> Play too much, yeah. nephew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When is it too far? Yeah. Huh? Hey, man. Yeah, but my sister don't even get along. You know what I'm saying? They don't even get along. You know, that's right. I don't even know what that's about. Where this come from? Yeah. And, and, and Calvin ain't got it like that. What Calvin doing naked somewhere? Calvin ain't got that. <laughs> she was disgusted. I mean, she was just done. Uh-huh. Stick a fork in her. She was so right. done. She was done. <laughs>
<laughs> what you got going on, Neff? You know, you can catch me on Fridays, Ready to Love. Oh, oh dear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ready to Love on the OWN Network, 9, 8 Central, only on OWN. Check in, tune in, and watch your boy work. It's me, Nephew Tommy, at my best. I'm, I'm Thomas Miles in the evening. You <laughs> but know. Nephew. I'm Tommy in the morning. I'm Thomas Friday night. <laughs> nephew. You, yep. you can't get anything by Alexis. She is not having it. She's calling oh you my out. God. <laughs> She's calling you out on all your ish. <laughs> she got to relax, though. She just don't let stuff happen. She just uh-uh. got to. Uh-uh. She's she calling gotta, you out. Mm-mm. She's playing the game. She's like, mm-mm. Alexis mm-mm. Fly Jones. <laughs> <laughs> what about not Amber, having it. <laughs> Who? Cool, Carla? A- Amber. Oh, Amber. Oh, Come on, Amber. You know we love Chris. <laughs> Oops. Amber is a, is a little lawyer. You can see that lawyer coming out sometime, boy. Yes. It Kaya. Out. Kaya. Kaya mm-hmm. is good, too. She's real mm-hmm. strategic. Kaya. She right. knows what she's doing. Right. She's a lawyer, too. We love this What y'all think about my boy, Joel? Mm. I'm over him. I'm what? over him. You over what? Joel? No. I'm New Orleans played a game and got busted. Yeah, he yeah. I'm over busted. him because of that. Come on, baby. Yeah. Come on now, baby. But <laughs> I love baby, though. You know, baby, though. But, but being baby good, though, you know. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> I love me a New Orleans man. <laughs> <laughs> me and baby going to work it out, though. <laughs> right, 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 and who's right. left in the ladies? Valicia and Liz. Bernicia. Bernicia. Uh-huh. Okay. And we'll check it out this Friday, nephew. Uh, coming at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. Baby. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news from the Black Information Network and our home station in Chicago, B103, R. Kelly's attorneys say it's impossible for them to represent Robert Kelly. Uh, Two attorneys filed paperwork to withdraw as his counsel. The attorney sent a statement to the judge saying that um, the request is close to the trial date, but uh, they were comfortable representing R. Kelly. They They were uncomfortable representing him. However, R. Kelly's two remaining attorneys said the other two lawyers were fired by Robert and did not quit. Robert's New York trial will be held on August 9th and his Chicago trial date is set for September 19th. Uh, Kelly has been charged with 18 counts of sexual misconduct if he is found guilty in, in both Chicago and New York. Both those trials, he faces a minimum of 15 years and a maximum sentence of 195 years in prison. <laughs> so, Damn, yeah. Man. I don't wish bad on nobody, but let me just say this. The two attorneys that quit, that mm-hmm. say they quit, but the other two mm-hmm. say they got fired, is because they wanted to take the plea or a different direction in the defense. Mm-hmm. And Robert wasn't having it. And I can mm. promise you it was something about, hey, let's just let's take a plea or let's just go this right here. And Robert mm-hmm. wants them other two to fight it his way, and that's why mm-hmm. they gone. When you have a mm-hmm. difference between four attorneys on which direction to take uh-huh. the evidence and everything, the two uh-huh. that don't go in the direction of the uh, person who's paying, them two got to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we want justice for the victims, so we don't care. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. look, we 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 we, we not saying that, dog. We not saying that. We we got we lawyers. We got families. We got to face after this. Mm-hmm. We not gonna say that. Right. <laughs> right. Mm. And look, all them lawyers got all the evidence. They got the evidence. They here. They know. 
Yeah. Oh, good hell well. Yeah. We finna stand up in court. You want us to say what? Right. <laughs> yeah. Dog, ain't nobody fitting. Maybe you don't know what's being said out here. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Robert. Mm-hmm. Robert? Mm-hmm. Robert. Robert. <laughs> Come on. Ro- Justice for the victims. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. In other entertainment news, rapper Fabulous posted two pictures of singer Claudia Ortiz with the caption, it's vintage now, but the natural vibe still fire emoji. Mm. But the natural mm. vibe still, and then he put up the fire emoji, okay? Mm-hmm. Talking about her picture. Social media was quick to point out that a married man doesn't need to compliment another woman. I agree. Uh, For the record, Fabulous reportedly married Emily uh, Bustamante in 2018 after over a decade of ups and downs. It seems that Fabulous has uh, responded to the controversy. He tweeted, people try to find the negative in everything, even in showing love. Is he saying he was showing love when he posted the picture of Claudia Ortiz and they found negative in that? That's what it sounds like. Hell yeah, probably Mm -hmm. did. I know one thing. I can't post no damn picture (laughs) of Janet Jackson, Halle Berry, Jennifer Lopez, or no damn body else. I bet not post a picture of Shirley Strawberry. (laughs) (laughs) What is you posting a picture of Shirley for? Well, you know, she's been so nice over the years, baby. But what you posted for? (laughs) Man, I don't know. Bro, how you going? You can't. You can't. No, you can't do that. He's been disrespecting his wife for a long time. For Domestic violence. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Steve, we're moving on. Time for today's headlines. I don't know nothing about that. I ain't know. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, good morning. This is Ann Tripp, everybody, with the news, and uh, here we go. In Washington, a report on the uh, Senate probe into the January 6th Capitol Hill insurrection is blaming a broad breakdown in intelligence across many agencies, and the report also cites a lack of training and preparation by law enforcement. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell seems satisfied with the way things are going. That's how it looks. The Senate's work to close these gaps is already well underway. The committee's inquiry into January 6th is ongoing, and the nationwide search for a new chief of the Capitol Police is making progress. Well, not everybody thinks the probe is all that thorough. In fact, uh, Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer feels that the current investigation is missing something. It's missing the obvious. With the exception of a brief reference to former President Trump's remarks at the Ellipse, Senate Republicans insisted that the report exclude anything having to do with the cause of the insurrection. Senator Schumer says that the incomplete way that the investigation has been handled so far just supports the argument for an appointment of a totally independent commission to look into the riot and see why it was and what happened there. West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin uh, met with civil rights activists yesterday, two days after he announced his refusal to support a new election reform and voting rights bill. He went against the party, a bill he claims is uh, too partisan. Most Democrats say that the so-called for the people measure is actually necessary right now, especially to counter current efforts by Republican-led states to push through restrictive election laws. Right now, 60 votes are, uh, 60 votes are required to end debate on a bill. The Democrats only have 50 
Democrats say they're going to vote on a measure later this month anyway, even though they do expect it to fail. The Biden administration says that vaccinations against COVID-19 will be available now at various workplaces, all part of a push to have 70 percent of the American people inoculated by July 4th. The government's going to be helping companies apparently organize on-site pop-up clinics to make it easier for people to get the shot. Health officials say that nationally there's been a 94% drop in weekly corona infections since January, and that is because so many people are getting that shot. The Israeli parliament scheduled to vote on Sunday on a new government, which could end the 12-year rule of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. And who likes soul food? Apparently a lot of people when it comes to fast food anyway. By business financing, a, a, a poll by them shows that McDonald's is the most popular around the world. But a close second, and we're talking about all over the world, KFC. It's are looking good. Yeah, right after fried chicken comes Pizza Hut, Baskin Robbins, and Domino's Pizza. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending COVID-19 vaccination news, the state of Washington is giving away marijuana to encourage residents to get vaccinated. According to USA Today, the rule is that... Yeah, you heard me. The rule is that the state would allow licensed cannabis retailers to provide one joint, one joint to adult consumers who received COVID-19 vaccinations uh, at the in-store clinic. This is the latest incentive in the state of Washington that just days ago reached its goal of at least vaccinating 70% of state adults. So there's another incentive. Go get your shot. Get a joint. Go get your shot. <laughs> if you need a joint to get the uh, vaccine, you're stupid. There's something wrong. There's something right. really wrong. We got to get I you I ain't going down there unless I get a joint. Just, a, just saying that sounds Damn, right. dog. <laughs> it, what? I ain't saving my life unless I can get high. Put it in perspective. The logic with that. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is the state of Washington. Well, I mean, some states are taking desperate measures because they, you know, trying, we're all trying to get vaccinated. All I can say is this about the vaccine. My Mm -hmm. in-laws contracted COVID. Mm -hmm. I can only say this. I thank God we had them vaccinated Mm -hmm. because they have had no severe symptoms and they have pre-existing conditions. And I can only thank my heavenly father that they got vaccinated. And when they contracted COVID from their nurse, that they were able to survive with very low, low symptoms like a cold. And that Mm -hmm. was it. And their doctors have said, man, the vaccination really saved you all because they have some pre-existing conditions. And that's all I have to say. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. I I got vaccinated. Yeah, because I just felt like it was necessary. Now, to all the people who don't want to get vaccinated, I can't make you. With all these theories of why you're not getting vaccinated, mm-hmm. that's your business. Do you? I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know you're what's cool with, You're cool, cool with them putting a microchip in you. You're cool with that. Because <laughs> that's yeah, what they all think. All kinds of stuff. <laughs> what yes. microchip? Yeah. Oh, because they're saying the government is. is yeah, the government. They, yeah. they ain't got to do that. Y'all got a phone. Exactly. They've been listening to us. They know exactly us. where you they are. They already they got listening. your microchip. They know where your yeah. ass at all the time. Right. Look at your debit card. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. They know what you looking at. They know yeah. when you shopping. When you when you look for something, then an ad pops up right after that. Right after. Right. That scares me that. half to death. They know where you are. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they've been knowing. <laughs> yes, this is nothing new. So nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Try to save your life. Yes. Get out there and save your life. But that's that's good to know. You don't know what's in it. I ain't know what was in spam either, but I ate it. Yeah. <laughs> with that key, still ain't really key. show what the hell in Spain. Ooh, but if you lost that key, all right. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, quick round of Ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Time now for a quick round of Ask the CLO. Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. This one is from Elisa in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Elisa writes, I'm 29 years old and I work at a hospital and I've been messing with a doctor that just started there. After a few encounters with him, he admitted he was married and uh, said he felt badly because his wife is a saint. I found out who his wife is and I know her and she ain't no saint. In 2019, I met her at the annual Black Ski Weekend I go to, and she was in the hot tub topless, and I know for sure she hooked up with my homeboy. I want to bust his bubble, but, hmm, and let him know about his wife, and uh, would I be wrong is her question. Would I be wrong if I did that? Well, I mean, so what you're talking about, he feel bad because he thinks this way about this other woman. You telling her ain't going to change the fact of what you are. See, what you're doing is tricky. So now you want to make him think, because he said he feel bad because his wife is a saint. Now he finally admitted to you you married. You want to let him know that the wife ain't a saint. What does that change for you, though? See, nothing changes for you. You still love the chick. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, you just start working at the house. Why don't you get your own man? Damn. Damn. And then, you know, you always, nah, I'm screwing your man. I'm going to bust your bubble about her. What? What is this about? You're not finna get him. Because if that's what you think, you're not finna get him. Yeah. I can tell you that right now. And why if you put your top on in a hot tub, okay? Where, where is this ski uh, weekend at? That's what I need to know. Yeah, don't, don't, tell, don't, don't, get, don't dress nothing up, it. Shirley. No, everything is fine. Uh, <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Georgette in Baltimore says, I'm a 62-year-old widow living alone for the first time in 30 years. My younger neighbor checks on me and runs errands for me occasionally. I was in Virginia visiting my family for Memorial Day, and I happened to look at my ring camera in my backyard, and my neighbor was using my grill and had a small party on my patio. <laughs> I called the police on her and I asked to remain anonymous, but they told her I called them. She said I should feel bad after all she's done for me. Was I wrong for how I reacted? <laughs> no, I, I would At all, hey, no. It's your house. I'd call the police too. I mean, yeah. but for all she done for you. What, this, there's one thing, it probably if she would have asked you, you probably would have said yeah. But it's the rudeness and the sense of entitlement that really has got yeah. you in a roar. You don't just come over there and take nobody's stuff without asking. Mm-mm. Come on. You Mm-mm. ain't that important. Mm-mm. And you lucky party? she old. Because I know some people would have rolled up on all y'all. Yeah. Or sent Thank somebody God. over there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Right. <laughs> yeah. And no, That's you weren't wrong stupid. for how you reacted, Miss Georgette. No. 
Uh, this is from well, Dummy She ain't in coming over there checking on you no more. That's for damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, that's, see, that's... that's yeah, that's Got over. your last bag of cashews bought over to the house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a damn how much you like peanut brittle. You ain't getting no damn. <laughs> Not from me. All you had to do was ask, though, you know? That's all she had to do. Yeah. All right. This one's from Dummy in Connecticut. Hmm. That's what it says. Dummy in, Dummy in Connecticut. I'm a 49 year old single man and I've got a thing for a woman that I met at church the only problem is I've had sex with her sister a few times years ago her sister doesn't go to our church anymore but I don't want it to be a problem since I'm looking for more than sex from this woman I want to seriously date her and I don't want it to be an issue later how do I tell her I slept with her sister but it was meaningless will she understand (laughs) (laughs) dog how can you tell her you slept with her sister and it was meaningless? Will she understand? No. No. Because let's just suppose her sister means something to her. Mm-hmm. You went over there and just did her sister just to have something to do. Dog, when you tell her you slept with her sister, going to be a situation, man. Going to be a situation, mm-hmm. dog. I don't think he should tell her. But I mean, he's going to have to tell her if he's going to try to continue this relationship. You got to tell her. All right, coming up next, thank you, CLO. The nephew is here with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is, my daddy loves my friends. We'll get into that a little oh, later. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Marinate on that. Mm-hmm. Because right now the nephew's in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Well, let's see here. You know, we're going to dig deep. This is from the uh, uh-huh. This is from the booty collection right here. Okay, oh, this is from the booty collection. You, you know, I have different files and categories. <laughs> this is from the booty collection. All right? All right, Daddy, what's, what's, what's the matter? What's wrong? File this one under booty. What? Yeah. Yeah, this that from the, this many from... pranks that they have. Yeah. <laughs> got yeah. The booty yeah. collection. I have a whole booty collection. You know, as far church, as church pranks are concerned. And booty yeah. collection. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Stupid. So yeah, this is the booty collection, and uh, this one right here is called booty taxes. Booty taxes. What? Yeah. Yeah. They got to pay. Yeah. What? Okay. Booty taxes. <laughs> it's from it's from my booty collection. Y'all just you know you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Let's go, cat dog. Uh booty taxes. Hello? Hello, I'm, I'm trying to reach Kendrick. This is he. Hey Kendrick, how you doing, man? My name is uh Anthony, man. Anthony Collins. They call me AC. How you doing? I'm good, bro. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, listen, uh this right here, man, this this I don't even know how to put this, though, but, uh, hey, listen, I'm calling you, man, because I got some issues. I'm I'm getting ready to file my taxes, and oh. I'm going through all my expenses, all my receipts, and all this kind of stuff. You know, I just, I, 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 I can't, I can't just let this go, man. I, I didn't spend, like, $20,000 on your wife last year, and I, I'm trying to figure out. Oh, well, bro, wait a minute, you asking me? <laughs> You done spent twenty thousand dollars on the chick I'm married to. Is that what you telling me? No, I, I, all I'm trying to do, man, is is 
I'm trying to do a write-off. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to claim. No, 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 the write-off. Basically, what you're telling me is you my wife. I ain't say all that. I ain't say well, all what, that. Well, what the f*** you saying, bro? All I'm saying is I'm trying to figure out is it all right if I claim Melanie on my expenses. Man, I'm over twenty grand on, on money I spent on Melanie last year. So first, let, let me understand something right quick. Okay. You asking me for permission to claim my wife. When the f*** did you ask for permission to f*** my wife? Help me with hey, that, hey, bro. Okay, 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 okay. Let's do this here. Uh, Gerard, I ain't say I did that. You saying that? I'm saying I just want to claim the taxes because I spent 20K on it. That's all I'm saying. Okay, let, let's, do, let's do this, bro. Let's put mail it on, on the phone. Let's put mail on the motherfucking phone. Ain't no, but no, we, we ain't got to bring mail in this. We ain't got to bring mail in this. What I'm saying is. Motherfucker, she already in it. She in it. What the fuck you mean we ain't got to bring her in it? She in it. Man, you must be outside your damn mind. All I'm saying is, do you have a problem with me claiming Melody? You motherfucking right I do, bro. I got a motherfucking problem having this whole motherfucking conversation. Wait, how, first of all, how the fuck did you get my information? How did you get my number, bro? I asked around for your number. I, I ain't want to call you. It took me a week to, t to call you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to... Dude, I, I just spent 20 grand, dog. You understand what I'm saying? When did you spend twenty grand? That's the shit I want to know. I ain't spent twenty grand on this mother, and I'm married to her. Ass. So what? What the fuck are you doing that you spent twenty thousand dollars on my wife, and then you want to claim that? Shit? Help me understand that, shit, bro. Hey man, I ain't trying to go into all my receipts on everything I did for Melanie. I'm not trying to do that. All I'm trying to do is is just. Uh, I just want. I want to. I want to know if you. I don't want us both claiming it because that's how you get in trouble. Bro, you already in mother trouble. Trouble is the last mother thing you ought to be worried about. And you calling my mother phone, telling me about some shit that you got going on with my old lady, and then you telling me, can I have your permission? You okay, so God. we got to get some kind of resolution to this. A good resolution is a good ass whooping. What the fuck you mean a resolution? That, that's the only mother resolution we going to get, bro. Ain't no other resolution. Ain't no other resolution. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't got shit else to talk about. We ain't got a mother thing to talk about. That's the resolution I got, partner. I, I tell you what, bro. I'm texting Mel right now. I've been texting her since we've been on this mother phone. Okay. And I you, pray what, what, what are you texting her for? Don't. What the you mean? What am I texting her for? She's the subject matter. So that's why the I'm texting her. But you better pray to God. This is some bullshit. I hope to God you y'all got y'all people up with me like this, partner. This ain't gonna go good, bro. At all. At all. Okay, so I guess I can't claim them at this point. Hell, mother no. So what you want to do, though? Bro, I already told you what the fuck I'm gonna do. And I'm waiting on Mel's response on this mother shit. She act like she's slower than a mother She can't type fast. But somebody go give me some now. Today. Okay. Hey, man, look here, bro. I don't know who this is on the other end of this phone. I hope to God this is from some out of X-Files or some that I can't even fathom. You better pray to God y'all playing with me. This is some bull. Okay. Okay, so. Can I go on and tell you this here, dog? And then I'm going to go and get out your way, man, because I, I, I know how it's going to go after this. Can I just go on and tell you something else? I don't know what the else you can tell me, bro. The uh, only thing I can tell you, 
only thing I can tell you, Kendrick, is that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your your wife Melanie got me to prank phone call you, dog. Boy, y'all from Ratton, mother. Boy, you look that about to come here with your mother. Oh God, man, y'all ain't. Man, <laughs> y'all ain't. And I'm sitting up here eating some crackling, and I done threw them away because my flesh pressure already high. Uh, you all right, man? I got to make sure you all right before we get off the phone. You good? Man, I got to go get me a drink. God. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right, <laughs> boy. Y'all ain't. All right, tell me this, man. It's 2020, baby. Tell me this. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? Man, the goddamn Steve Harvey Morning Show with that rotten-ass lip you telling my boy. Man, that went left real fast. Samuel L. Jackson? Because <laughs> he was oh about God. that life, baby. He was. Yeah. He played too yeah. much. Yeah. He was playing. Kendrick. Kendrick yeah. was about playing. that life, yeah. yeah. I'm That's married my... And I don't spend $20,000. <laughs> 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 so what is you doing? What is what twenty thousand or what? What? what is... <laughs> Let me tell you when I when I go when I go to that to to, to to my booty collection. I'm telling you when I go in there and pull out a prank, I got something. You understand? What I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't nothing like my booty files. When I go to the booty files, it means. And what something. was the name of this prank again? Uh, booty taxes. Uh -huh. right. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Booty yeah. tax. Yeah. This is too yeah. stupid. But he answered yeah. me like I asked him a rhetorical yeah. question. <laughs> or a dumb question. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, how dare yeah. you? It's the booty collection. <laughs> like, 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 let me that. let y'all know something. Let me tell you something I'm working on. I'm working on getting my own. Like, you know how they have a car shield? Mm -hmm. You yeah. seen how they have a car? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm working ice, on. Ice yeah. I'm working on cookie shield. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cookie shield. So if something go wrong. I can't. Can I? Can I talk mm -hmm. about that? You're crazy mm -hmm. right now. Okay. Yeah. Are you crazy? But if something right go wrong, I'm. I, you're protected. You know, under, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. under, yeah. under my I, shield. You understand? Stop what talking. You're, That's yeah. what you yeah. need okay. to do. Let's yeah. Stop talking. <laughs> well, this is how the cookie you, crammles, Carl. This is. You got a lot of that. <laughs> you run out. My mother used to say that you run out. My well, this is how the cookie you, crumbles, Carl. This is how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> you got a lot of that. You run out. My mother used to say that you run out. <laughs> yes, my mom. Uh -huh. You really running out. Uh -huh. Name one resolution. <laughs> yeah. He was I, not I ain't having going it. It's the blankety right, blank subject. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen. Up next, the strawberry letter subject. My daddy loves my friends. We'll get into it right after what? this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. Pop, pop, right here, right now. Who knows? It could be yours. Mm, buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Mm, 
Thank you, nephew. Subject, my daddy loves my friends. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 30-year-old single woman forced to live with my 46-year-old father for the first time ever in my life. I moved in with him last year after I got pregnant and lost my job all in the same month during the pandemic. My parents got pregnant with me in high school, so I was raised by my two grandmothers, and I thought of my dad as an older brother or a playmate because he didn't do anything but play with me when I was younger. When he finished college, our relationship got stronger and I started looking up to him. That has all changed since I moved in with him, and let me say up front that I'm grateful to have a place to stay. But he is out of control. Last Christmas, he had a small get-together at his house, and he told me he wanted me to meet his new girlfriend. I didn't have to meet her because she went to high school with me and is a year younger than I am. I was polite to her and joked with her about dating my dad. She told me my dad is the biggest man she's ever been with, and he knows what he's doing between the sheets. I wanted to pop her. I told my dad he's a pervert, and he laughed it off and told me to mind my business. By New Year's Eve, he'd broken up with her, and she was banging on our door at 3 a.m. yelling, he better not be with another bee in the house. I couldn't do anything but beg her to leave because there was another female in my daddy's bedroom, and she went to college with me. I can't believe he's still acting like he's 20-something and playing all of these young women like this. I need some kind of warning label so my friends and classmates can stay away from him. I'm going to move out, but should I have a heart-to-heart with my dad first? Heart-to-heart with your dad? About what? (laughs) About what? He's not going to listen to you, and he's already told you to mind your business. He obviously likes much younger women, and no one wants their father, we get it, no one wants their father to holler at or or date any of their friends, and he's wrong for that, and it's very embarrassing to you and very hurtful to you, we get it, but the friends don't seem to care uh, because he's got something, hmm, he's got something that they want when you think about it. We don't have to guess what it is because it's just what your high school friend said. And I quote, he's the biggest man she's ever been with and he knows what to do between the sheets. The other thing is you have to remember that these women are also grown women and uh, they know what they're doing as well. I mean, they would all probably say the same thing about your dad in the bedroom and that's why they keep getting with him. So the best thing for you to do, you said it at the end, you're going to move out. The best thing for you to do is move out as soon as you can, as soon as you can afford to, uh, so you no longer have to witness your father's behavior with your friends. You know, you don't want to see all that, and you didn't know that was going on. So the best thing for you at this point is to hurry up and move out. Steve? Well, young lady, I feel for you because you have a problem with your father. You're a 30-year-old single woman. And you live with your 16, 46-year-old father. Now, that's a 16-year age difference. So she was born when this young guy was only 16 years old. Still really a boy. 16, you a long way from manhood. So uh, you had to move in with him because you got pregnant, lost your job in the same month during the pandemic. Your parents was in high school when you were born, so you was raised by your two grandparents, 
And you thought of your dad as an older brother or playmate because he used to do nothing but play with you when you was younger. Then when he finished school, your relationship got strong and you started looking up to him. Well, now you live with him and you gratefully have a place to stay, but he out of control. He had a small get-together at the house and he told me he wanted to meet my new girlfriend, his new girlfriend. Well, you didn't have to meet her because she went to high school with you. And is a year younger than you, so now he, she 29, he 46. Well, now, hold on. That's still in the pocket. If this dude is 46 and this girl is 29, that's almost 30. That's a 19-year difference. People do that a lot. They do that a lot, but they do that a lot. They like her daddy. They do it a lot. It's only a 16-year difference. They do it a lot. So now, you mad because she's younger than you. You was polite to her and you joked with her about dating my dad. Then she said, you need to get out my damn face because your daddy biggest man I've ever been with. Mm-hmm. Period. That's what we in here for. They like him. Mm-hmm. Now, that's it. You wanted to pop her. My question is, why didn't you? So now, after she said she know what she's doing, you said I wanted to pop her. My question is, why didn't you? Mm. I'd have busted her dead in her mouth. For what? For dating her dad? <laughs> no, for talking disrespectful to me. Oh, Your dad is no. the biggest man I ever met. I ain't going nowhere. He know what he's doing between them sheets. Well, I know what I'm doing when we stand up here with our dukes up. <laughs> oh, that, that is weird to hear do. that about your dad. <laughs> In her damn mouth. Yeah, that's crazy to hear about your dad. I told my dad he's a pervert and he laughed it off. And he told you to mind your business. But then New Year's Eve, he broke up with her and he was, she was banging on that door at 3 a.m. yelling, he better not have another bee in that house. <laughs> Hang when on, we come Steve. Back, we're going to find out if she in there. all right we'll have part two of steve's response coming up in 23 minutes after the hour subject my daddy loves my friends we'll get back into it right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show all right come on steve let's recap today's strawberry letter the subject my daddy loves my friends Mm. yeah your daddy loves your friends your daddy's 16 years older than you he done started dating one of your friends, went to high school, who's a year younger than me. You, he's 17 years older than her. You upset about it because she done told you she ain't going nowhere because he the biggest man she ever had, and he know what he doing between them sheets. You mm-hmm. get mad at your daddy, tell your daddy he a pervert, he tell you to mind your business. Mm-hmm. Now, the girl that told you that, you say you wanted a papa. I suggested you bust a dead in the mouth. That's what I had suggested. <laughs> But you didn't do that. <laughs> now, by New Year's Eve, he'd broken up with her, and he was that, and she was banging on our door at 3 a.m. telling him, you better not have another bee in that house. Woo! I couldn't she do anything mad. but beg her to leave because there was another heifer in my daddy's bedroom, <laughs> and she went to college with me. Ooh, daddy. <laughs> now, listen to this. First of all, this was the same girl that's now banging on the door that told you, your daddy the biggest man she ever been with, and, and, and he know a dude between the sheets. Mm-hmm. She banging on the door, you begging her to leave. He telling her, he she yelling out, you better not have another B in there. 
Well, here's the problem. There was another woman in the room. And you could have ended this girl all this beating on the door by letting her in. Mm. Mm. Oh, really? Because if you scared to hit her in the mouth, I bet that other girl ain't. <laughs> Somebody need to punch her ass dead in the mouth. Don't let it happen. <laughs> yeah, one of these girls can end all this bravado she got going. All right. So now, I can't believe he's still acting like he's 20-something and playing all these young women like this. Well, let me go back to the top of the letter. You said when you were born, you thought your daddy was your older brother because all he did was play with you. So obviously, he's not the maturest person in the world. Right. A, a lot of men I found who date younger women is because they're not mature enough for women their age. Mm-hmm. And so they compensate by going the younger route so they can mm-hmm. appear to be more than they are. And they can think they all this and all that. Because, see, a grown woman, you got to do more than be the biggest man she ever met. Because yeah. at 46, they trying to figure out their future and make sure they got some security. So all this, you the biggest man we ever met. Yeah, that's nice. That's good. But what we, where, where are we going to get groceries from? You know, what we going to drive? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Are, are we going to have a home to live in? Are we going to yeah. build up equity? That's what grown women want to know. Yeah. Young girls don't do that. Most men I know who date younger is because they don't have the mental capacity to deal with grown women. Facts. That's what I've found. Mm-hmm. That's not always the case, but a lot of guys that I know that date younger women are because they can't handle what comes with a, a grown woman. And so I need some kind of warning uh, label to my friends and classmates to stay away from him. I'm going to move out, but should I have a heart-to-heart with my dad? Shirley said it best, though. You're going to have a heart-to-heart about what? There's nothing to talk about. He's a grown man that has a character flaw. You're not going to change the character flaw. He ain't with your mama because you and your, your mama 46. He ain't with your mama. He can't handle it. He's running from his age group because he don't want to live up to what the expectations or requirements of his age group is. So let him go on about his business. Keep keep that out your head. And you need to just move out the house. Because like he said, it ain't your business. Don't make it your business. Mm-hmm. Well, Banging on gonna, the door. Well, <laughs> well you know, he's going to end up with nothing. Mm-hmm. Because these women right here, eventually they're going to want something. And he ain't gonna have nothing except some size. Mm. And you can't take size down at the bank. No. You. <laughs> no. And the grocery no, store. Mm-hmm. They don't want it down away. there. They don't care nothing about your size at the car dealership. Mm-mm. 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 They don't. You can't take that out at the dealership. <laughs> they don't. Merrill Lynch don't give a damn about your size. Wells Fargo ain't. They got. They ain't got nothing. All you gotta have mask on to come in here, but we, we, <laughs> size ain't got nothing damn do. With it. <laughs> I'm like, just telling. Next. <laughs> so mm-hmm. no, you shouldn't have a heart to heart because what are you going to say? He's your father, yeah. and it's supposed to be somebody you look up to. Dad, stop dating these young girls. He's not. Mm-hmm. He not. Yeah. Well, what, you know what? Let me ask you this, Steve. Would she be mad if they weren't her friends? They were just young women, but they weren't her friends. I think she. 
probably could deal with that a little better. Huh? Because she's the problem is she's met two because they're her friends because she knows she knows women. Who will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. She went to uh. high school with one and college with the other. She doesn't like the fact that they're young, but she really hates that they're her friends. Well, yeah, that's a problem too. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that is a huge problem. Mm-hmm. If he could just stop doing that. <laughs> He's not finna do nothing. Compromise. Yeah. Leave my friends alone, Dad. Don't go to graduate school. Definitely don't go to graduate school. All right. All right, Junior. All right. Thanks, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it's that time. Time for Sports Talk with Junior. What you got, Junior? Okay, Shirley. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing we got right now. We got a new MVP in the NBA. Oh, yeah. And Denver Nuggets star Nikolo Jokic is the big joker. They call him the joker. He is the MVP for the NBA mm. this year. Uh, okay. they are in, they, they, I mean, they did it in such a fashion because there's no code everything. They interrupted the team meeting, Adam Silver did, to present him with the award. Got a lot of congratulations from his teammates, which is a big thing, man. So congratulations to him. He won the, the MVP. The big joker. Yeah, the big yeah. joker. Uh, that's the lowest rated person to ever be drafted to win the MVP. So, you know, he was drafted real low, but still won MVP. Never happened before. Also, mm. we got to give a big shout out, and I think we can just say this: she is the greatest gymnast ever, Simone Biles. Oh yes, over the weekend in Fort sure. Worth, won yes. her seventh all-around gymnastic title. Girl can flip. That's all I can tell you. The, the girl can flip. The goat. No, she's, she's the, the goat, goat. Yes, of all is. time. Seven. Mm-hmm. Yes. The only time she wow. didn't win was in 2013, but every year after that, it's been Simone. Yeah. Got out. All that Nadia Comaneci and all that. Uh, uh, all them uh-uh. people. Yeah. Uh-uh. I couldn't uh-uh. even say her name, Carla. I didn't know you knew her. I couldn't even say her name. Oh, yeah. I said Comaneci. Oh, yeah. uh, all of that's over. So I want to mm-hmm. give a special shout out to Simone Biles. That's big, man. Seven. Mm-hmm. Seven. That's a bad girl, man. She's a goat, and man. Simone Black Girl Magic. That's what that yes. is. Yes. You met her before, didn't you, nephew? Didn't you he lives in my neighborhood, yeah. Oh, wow. really? In Houston. Yeah. Oh, get it. And, and, and Junior, when you see her in the supermarket, you be like, whoa. Her <laughs> legs her legs look like she can jump up and do 30 flips in the air. Wow. <laughs> Man. Amazing. That, 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 oh, I don't even know what you call it, Carla, because you know, you got Tasha. Tasha does Tomlin, but that last flip she did to nail it in the corner, I don't even know what you call that. Well, it she was forward. Four times. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was, I was uh-huh. like, what in the world? She can do the, the, a full, a tuck, uh, you, the, the hardest, the yeah. hardest of the hardest. She yeah. can do the most complicated tumbling. It's, and it's then, incredible gravity. how she and then don't go And don't go out that little square. Do not go out past do that line. Do not go out You know how far we'll be past that line. I'd be the bit in the stands if I did some of the flips she did. I'd be the fill right into them stands. Wouldn't nail nothing. And you, you gotta have that power. It's that yes. power yeah. that you have. She, she that runs you have to fast. Have. Yeah, yeah. She runs uh, fast. yeah. And, and that's the thing with Tasha. When she runs, they say she runs so fast that when she hits it, she goes up really up. High. high. And they were saying that's why she could do the high jump with track. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm just you got that bounce. Okay. You got that bounce. 
Right. I think we got another Olympian on the rise. Oh, I but if you say that to Tasha, she'd be like, I, I ain't know Simone yeah. Biles. Nope. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tasha gonna get a gold medal for us too in the U.S. Olympics too. That's so. right. That's I, right. I believe in that. But that girl can run. Claim oh, it. Claim it. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, on this Wellness Wednesday, Americans spend 92% of their time inside these days, but something called the mature or the uh, nature pyramid can help us get outside more, okay? It's like the food pyramid, but it recommends how much time we should be spending in nature to reduce stress and boost our happiness. The mm-hmm. 25-3 rule for the nature pyramid says we need 20 minutes outside, like in a park, three times a week. We need five hours a month in semi-wild nature, like a, a, a what a forest, a state park, and then three days a year off the grid in nature, like camping. <laughs> really? <What? laughs> so... <laughs> That is something well, I will never story. do. <laughs> never say never, but I will never go camping. Three days a month. Uh-huh. Off mm-hmm. the grid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In nature. To, just To where? It, like camping. camping. Wilderness. Way out in the middle take of nowhere. Three days take, a month. Just take a break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like no. Hey, listen to me, y'all. You can't your ass well, up in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> y'all no, no, no. no. For, camping, for camping, Steve, it's three days a year. For oh, camping. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I ain't mad at that. Okay. Three days a year. You say three dollars a month. What y'all talking about? Yeah, yeah, I ain't mad at that. Five hours a month in semi wild nature, like a forest state park. Okay. Mm. You back to the doubt. Yeah. <laughs> five hours. Okay, now. Uh, <laughs> a month. Five hours a month. That's all. Yeah. That's not mm. bad. I'm yeah. just walking around. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, L- Liddell, my uh, herbologist, he up in there now. <laughs> yeah, he sent a video every time. He all up in Blue Ridge, Mountains, Walk, Steve. We got to get out and hike some more. Excuse me. I have a job. <laughs> I make the hike family trip. feud. <laughs> oh, he texts me once a week. Hey, we got to get out here on some of these trails. I like hiking with you. It's fun. Yeah. It's great. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll go to work. Yeah. <laughs> And the last time my ass went up there with him hiking, I hurt my, uh, uh, I got, uh, what they call that, no, up under your foot, platyphlitis, something. Oh, yeah, I've heard Plantar fasciitis, plantar fasciitis. I've had that twice in my life. Very, very painful. I know I ain't. Got, you heard me. I'm like, you got talent Yeah, I can't say that. I can't say it. I know I ain't. Plantar fasciitis. Plantar Flatchitis. Flatchitis. Yeah. So you what step on plants and get it. How you get it? <laughs> See right there? That's why Flaciitis. we don't. That's why. Flaciitis. Plantar flatchitis. If you strain, if you strain the tendon. It's mm-hmm. a under your heel. Yeah, and this uh-huh. is the arch of the foot. It's or a, something yeah, I'm it's a and disorder that is, of the connective tissue which supports the arch of the foot. And mm-hmm. when you strain that muscle right there, brother, you have a serious problem. I've had it twice. Pain in the huh. heel and in the bottom of the foot that is usually most severe with the first steps of the day. Oh, God. In the morning, man, I, I've gotten out to bed and damn, they dropped to my knees. Wow. With this pain. Yeah, with this. yeah. and you know, wow. you know, and then you warm it up and you get better with it, but you got to, but it's just a pain. And it Mine takes a couple of months to get rid of it. 
Mm. I the pain had it typically on comes on gradually and it affects both feet in about so, one third of horrible. the cases. Well, it sounds like we don't need to go out there with it sound like. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah what kind of suggestions for us? Yeah, well, what, I, what I had to do was you got to learn how to stretch before you get into strenuous exercise. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, this if you're going to be walking up steep hills and everything like that, uh-huh. you got to uh-huh. stretch your calves out really good, stretch your tendons on the back of your Achilles, get them nice and stretched. There's some stretches I had to learn how to do. So when I go up and I'm trying to walk on my toes and climb, up the trails, I don't, I don't stretch that tendon. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what about How long is a hike, though? A uh, couple hours. Couple we hours, went. yeah. Two Are and a half into, hours. You're into camping at all? Do you like to? I camp? used to, and not, not, not anymore. I, mm-hmm. I found out what luxury camps is like, and it cut all that. <laughs> Glamping. You at the hotel. You yeah. at the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to put your you hand up fire. under your knee, squatting. Toilet paper All right, we'll have more now. of the Steve Harvey Morning Show 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, here's some trending good news from our home station in Norfolk, 95.7 WVKL. Mega producer, singer, songwriter, and philanthropist Pharrell Williams is doing more good as he's paying it forward to students from low-income families. Now, check this out. He's going to be opening nonprofit schools in his home state of Virginia, starting with the Norfolk area. Uh, the school's curriculum will have a heavy focus on STEM, that is science, technology, engineering, uh, art, and math. Enrollment will be uh, for the families who can't afford private schools. So that's, that's really cool. good. Oh, right. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Right, for mm-hmm. real? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's that a really, really is. good brother, Giving man. Back. Really conscious, man. Smart guy, mm-hmm. hard worker, man. Yeah, and so yeah. talented, business, too. Man. Yeah. He's an all around great guy. Yeah. And That's he's starting cool, at home. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're doing a school for low-income families, private schools, and yeah. trying to give them the best education because mm-hmm. they can afford it maybe at a private school in their area. That is mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. That's it's awesome. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Go for real. Happy. Mm-hmm. Happy Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Science, technology, engineering, art, and math. I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And if you're That's in that area, those are where the yeah. jobs are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enrollment will be for families them, who cannot them. afford private schools, and I'm sure they're going to get some great teachers. All of that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news from the Black Information Network and our home station in Chicago, V103, R. Kelly's attorneys say it's impossible for them to represent Robert Kelly. Uh, Two attorneys filed paperwork to withdraw as his counsel. The attorney sent a statement to the judge saying that... um, The request is close to the trial date, but uh, they were comfortable representing R. Kelly. They were were uncomfortable representing him. However, R. Kelly's two remaining attorneys said the other two lawyers were fired by Robert and did not quit. Robert's New York trial will be held on August 9th, and his Chicago trial date is set for September 19th. Uh, Kelly has been charged with 18 counts of sexual misconduct. If he is found guilty in, in both Chicago and New York, both those trials, he faces a minimum of 15 years and a maximum sentence of 195 years in prison. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. 
Look, I don't, I don't wish bad on nobody, but let me just say this. The two attorneys that quit, that mm-hmm. say they quit, but the other two mm-hmm. say they got fired, is because they wanted to take the plea or a different direction in the defense, mm-hmm. and Robert wasn't having it. And I can mm. promise you with something about, hey, let's just let's take a plea or let's just go this right here. And Robert mm. wants the mother two to fight it his way, and that's why mm. they gone. When you have a difference between four attorneys on which direction to take uh-huh. the evidence and everything, the two uh-huh. that don't go in the direction of the uh, person who's paying, them two got to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we want justice for the victims, so we don't care. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. look, we 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 Whatever. not saying that, dog. We not saying that. We we got we lawyers. We got families. We got to face after this. Mm-hmm. We not gonna say that. Right. <laughs> right. Just and look, all them lawyers got all the evidence. They got the evidence. They hear it. Yeah. Oh, good hell, where we finna stand up in court? You want us to say what? Right. <laughs> yeah. Dog, ain't nobody feeling. Maybe you don't know what's being said out here. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Robert. Mm-hmm. Robert? Robert. Robert. <laughs> Justice for the victims. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. In other entertainment news, rapper Fabulous posted two pictures of singer Claudia Ortiz with the caption, It's vintage now, but the natural vibe still fire emoji. Mm, But the natural vibe still, and then he put up the fire emoji, okay? Mm, mm. Talking about her picture. Social media was quick to point out that a married man doesn't need to compliment another woman. I agree. Uh, For the record, Fabulous reportedly married Emily uh, Bustamante in 2018. After over a decade of ups and downs, it's It seems that Fabulous has uh, responded to the controversy. He tweeted, people try to find the negative in everything, even in showing love. Coming up, it is our last break of the day, guys. Our last break of the day. And, of course, at 49 minutes after the hour, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only, our fearless leader, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this hump day Wednesday. Been a good yeah. day. Yeah. Good yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Summer. Nice and smooth. Mm-hmm. Yep. How you feel about that, Steve? You got all your summer wardrobe together and all that. You yeah, I've already like switched switch it out. out. Good. Yeah. yeah. The white jeans is in. The sandals is out. Yeah, good. Yeah. You switched the closet out. <laughs> Y'all flipped it already. You made the flip. It's a very exciting time of the year for me when I get to flip. You know. <laughs> I know flip you always closet. love to do that. Yeah, you know, flip out the closet. You know, bring in the summer stuff. Put the winter stuff up. You know. Uh huh. fall. So that's good. That's yeah. Hey, you know, I was um. I was thinking today about what I could share with people. I try to be encouraging, you know. And one of the things I wanted to talk to people about today was simply this. It's it's no time like the present. You know, oftentimes, you know, we have ideas, we have things that we think of, that we want to follow through on, things that we want to initiate, and we just procrastinate, we put it off. But you know what, guys? You you got You got to start taking more immediate action. All of us, all of us do. I'm talking to myself included. I try to when I come up with an idea, I try to start the process immediately. 
You know, I because I've learned in my journey that there, there is no perfect time to start anything. I, there is no time when I've been able to line all the ducks up in a row. There is nothing I've ever accomplished that went exactly the way I planned it. There's nothing I've ever done, anything I've ever accomplished that was smooth sailing. It just wasn't, man. It's always been froth with hardships, setbacks, questions, uh, uh, uncertainty, uh, doubt, and just raw, raw, just, just difficulties. It's always that way. So I have learned when going into an idea or starting a project or trying to wheel something into existence that there's going to be opposition to that. So I go in realizing that the opposition is a part of the process. And oftentimes, a lot of us, we just don't complete the process because we fail the simple test. Are you willing to stick to it and hang in there to see it through? That's a basic one. Are you willing to, after you get challenged, are you willing to not quit? That's a very basic thing. It's simple. You know, quitting quitting means just one thing. I'm, I'm going to stop trying. I give up. I'm not sure this is going to work. I, I'm tired of this. Well, guess what? All those things that you just said of the reason why you could quit, you, you could use those very same things as a reason to keep going. I'm tired means I could almost be there. I don't feel like this. It could simply mean the tough part is over. Uh, I just don't, I don't believe this can happen for me. The race isn't given to the swift, but to him that endureth to the end. The silver, that there's a silver tint to every cloud of doubt. You've got to see your way through when you have these dark moments. But listen to me, you all. To not start pursuing the things you think about, aspire to, and hope for, where does that get you? You cannot sit in your life and just sit there, man, without making an all-out effort and assault on something. On something, man. Your dreams, your aspirations. Come on, guys. This is doable. Other people have done it before you. You're not the only person that's facing hardship and difficulties. And I got news for you. If you stop doing this, you're going to have to deal with something else. And 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 it's going to happen again. You have to start developing the habits of success. And the first habit of success is just don't quit. It, that's a really simple one, y'all. Just wake up tomorrow when you're having a bad day. Just say, okay, God, if I can get to bed, let me wake up tomorrow and see what else you got. It's a simple thing to not quit, but it's so simple to quit. Mm. (laughs) It's a simple thing not to quit. All you got to do is keep waking up. But it's such a simple thing to quit, to just say, I can't do this. But the benefit of saying, I can't do this, is gone. The benefit of saying, let me try one more time. The benefit Mm. could be there. Come on, man. We've got to do better than this. Don't just sit in your life and exist. 
Sit in your life and live. Live. Get out there and get involved. There's a stanza in a poem that says, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred with dust, blood, sweat, and tears. Not to those cold and timid souls in the stands who know neither victory nor defeat. You know, when I learned that poem, I just decided I wasn't going to be one of the people in the stands. I was going to be one of the people in the arena. And sometimes, man, my face is covered with blood, sweat, dust, and tears. But I get credit for being in the arena. You get none for talking about me in blogs. You get no reward. You get no benefit. But while they talking about you on them blogs, remember this. They're talking about you because you're doing something. If you wasn't doing nothing, they wouldn't talk about you. So every time I find them talking about me, that lets me know I'm doing something. And I'm going to stay in the arena. And one day you're going to look up. The haters, the naysayers, and all your enemies. And God will prepare a table for you in the presence of them all. That's a scripture too. Those are my closing remarks. Y'all get busy. Don't quit, okay? Y'all have a great day. See you tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 